Good morning, and welcome to Morning Fuel. I'm Mac Jarvis, and I pray that this bite-sized piece of God's Word will be just what you need to start your day. How much does doubt affect your walk with God? Doubt can take on many forms and arise from all kinds of situations. It can range from doubting God's existence to doubting whether He cares. But at its essence, doubt happens when God's action or lack of action in our lives in some way fails to meet an expectation that we have of Him. Doubt can drive you in one of two directions, away from God or toward Him. That means doubt can lead to devastating results. That's the way we usually think of doubt, no possible good outcome. Or doubt can actually be the catalyst for some of the deepest discoveries that you will ever make about God. The most famous doubter of the New Testament was Thomas. He even bore that nickname. He wasn't with the other disciples when the resurrected Jesus appeared to them, and he refused to believe that they had seen him. He refused to believe that a brutally murdered man could live again. He had left everything to follow Jesus, awaiting the glorious arrival of God's kingdom on the earth. But the crucifixion had quashed his expectations, and he would only believe if he had proof. And if you know the scene recorded in John 20, Jesus is so gracious, not harsh, when he appears to his doubting disciple, and he gives him the proof. John records it in John 20, verses 26 through 28. says, eight days later, his disciples were inside again, and Thomas was with them. And although the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here, see my hands, and and put out your hand and place it in my side. Do not disbelieve, but believe. This would have been a tense moment. Thomas, these are the holes made by the nails in the spear. Put your finger in the nail holes, put your hand inside Uh, my side. And then the offer to Thomas, the same one made to you and me, don't disbelieve, but believe. Don't doubt me, but trust me. And Thomas had a moment. John records it for us in verse 28. Thomas answered him and said, my Lord and my God. Let this be an encouragement to you in your moments of doubt. First, Jesus knew that this was not rebellious disbelief because Thomas belonged to him, just like you do. He understood the power of our discouragement, our pain, our fears, and how we tend to project those emotions back onto God and blame him for the things that caused them. He knows the difference between your rebellion and your confusion. Therefore, secondly, he was gracious to Thomas. He didn't rebuke him. As, as Thomas was moving away from him, he came to Thomas and said, See, here I am. He will do the same for you. And third, be encouraged that Thomas's faith grew enormously on the other side of his doubt. My Lord, my God, why would I ever doubt you? The same can happen to you. Let me pray that way for you. Heavenly Father, help your son, your daughter, where they have doubts about you, about something that they are expecting you to do in their life or the life of a loved one. 
I pray that you would do for them what you did for Thomas. You moved toward him while he was moving away from you. You were gracious, and you let him see you. I pray you would do the same for them. And I pray that their response would be, my Lord, my God. And I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen.